Welcome to Nerdables. On this episode, we have more details on the Sony streaming deal, Adult Swim streams movies, Jungle Cruise is coming to theaters on ND+, and Masters of the Universe is coming to Netflix. Only four takes. What was last week? Like ten? Oh, that's a record, I think. Oh, no. He's gotten it. He's gotten it on the first try at least once. I used to get it on the first try quite a bit. You Welcome everyone. I'm already <laughs> well, it's different when you edit it back. Joining me this week are Chris and Ethan. Yeah, remember when you used to record it alone in here? We'd be in the other room and we'd just hear him. Welcome to Dirtables. This week we talk Star Wars. We're like trying to watch a ball game or something. Yep. <laughs> You're screaming in the other room because you can't get the stitch of thing right. <laughs> there was sometimes I was watching him. I was watching. Something when I was doing it. Oh, yeah. You know what? I forgot. Also, the Venom trailer dropped this week. That's another Sony big thing that happened. Yeah. Was it? <laughs> Boy, there's a lot of people that were, like, freaking out over that trailer. And not in a good way. They were like, this trailer. Who expected the trailer like, this to doesn't be make good. any sense. And this is stupid. And they've reduced Venom to being a, a sidekick. Again, the people that aren't going to like something are always the ones that say something in the on the... The internet. No. The thing with it is, I didn't, I didn't see the first film. I have no interest in it. I watched the trailer just to watch the trailer to see what everyone was talking about. The first what minute of the trailer makes no sense. Of him eating, uh, fixing breakfast and venom and uh, going to the, the the bodega or whatever was like the big thing. Yeah, like she says hi to venom and because I guess nobody else can hear venom except him. And well, but no, at the end of the first one. first movie. He transforms eats, into Venom. He too. eats the robber that's yeah. robbing the woman at the bodega. So now they're like buddies. So, so does she know? She knows that he's okay. Venom. Someone else told me that she didn't know. She couldn't. No, hear she knows. Him. She knows. She saw him eat the other dude, but that she can't hear him. That that voice Maybe. that you hear is only in. I think the voice is only Eddie's in Eddie's head. head. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. She okay. can't hear him unless he's actually Venom. Yeah. So it gets weird like that, mm-hmm. and then. My favorite part was seeing people that was really upset at the way Carnage was born or whatever. Mm. Yeah, that was weird, too. It's panel for panel in the book. It's exactly what happens to him. I don't think he's being executed, but when he's being when he's being held back, you see it come out of him. Mm. Yeah, but I thought it was... he. Maybe it's not the first time, but there is, there is something... Carnage finds... Cat, uh, Cletus. I'm not talking about finding Cletus. The scene where you see him get the... Where he, he gets the lethal injection and then it comes out of his arms and it goes crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people, someone says, like, that's not how it works. And like it's panel for panel out of Mark Bagley's pencils. I mean, it's, yeah. it's right there. Um, it's very odd. Again, not seeing the first one. I mean, I don't think there's any connection between Brock and Cletus in the first one. Because you just see him at the in the post credit scene, right? Yeah. Or something. Well, he goes into do like inner... He goes in to like interview him or that's something like right, that. That's right. And then that's Cletus the... calls for him to come interview him. That's what it is. And so, but apparently, and all you see is, you know, he... The, he, the smile. It's, he smiles and he yeah. says, next time there'll be carnage or something. It'll be carnage. Um, I like Woody Harrelson a lot. And almost, I mean, he plays Woody Harrelson just about everything. But I still like him. It just doesn't give me any interest in this. The biggest this problem I had of... was when you... The few scenes you see of carnage... And especially there's a scene, I think, with Carnage and Venom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Carnage is way too dark. Yeah. And not because oh, I yeah. don't care about source material or anything. Can't tell the difference. 
have no idea what the hell is supposed to be Carnage. There's no definition to him because it's a very dark crimson with it looks like almost the black only, stripes in him. The only thing I can think of, which I, I'm pretty sure they're not doing, but and I also hope they're not doing, is that they're making it dark on purpose so the reveal would be in the movie more so than the trailer. Yeah. Which would we be had stupid. That, well, but. we had that with... Um, Apocalypse in X Men Age of Apocalypse because yeah. he looked kind of blue or purple, and then he was blue. Well, that, or whatever that was made as a purpose change. Like they right. saw, it, like people saw it, they didn't like it, so we changed the color on him. So I don't know if it if it's like. Well, I think they had said with, the same. with Apocalypse, they had said it just wasn't done. Right, that was with Apocalypse. It, it wasn't. Was. It wasn't finished. Yet. They didn't they have still the had to final rendering. Yeah. Oh, okay. With this, I mean, he has obviously he's red and black in the comics too, but the red is like a fire engine red. Yeah. And again, I don't care about. Being slavish to source material. We'll get into that with the other thing. We, if you want to talk about it, is the release of the Snake Eyes poster. Yeah, um, we can. Looking at him on the screen, and I know that was one of the complaints of the first movies, you cannot tell what the hell is going on once the globs start fighting each other. Yeah. There's no definition the to that combat. The fight scenes are very difficult to watch. Yeah. Well, so far, because I'm looking at it right now, and really you only see Carnage at night in the dark. Yeah, and, and he's, he's super and, dark. And, one, and the only time you really, really see him, he's backlit. So you see the red yeah. from behind, you know, from the light coming behind, but it's at night and it's like a yellowish yeah. light behind him. So you never really get to see carnage. That's looking. why I think they're doing it on purpose for the either the next trailer is going to have more of a reveal of him or you're just going to see the. You hope they light him the up movie. in the movie. They figure yeah. out. How, I and mean, I know a lot of the times it's the cheat with CG. If you make it dark, you can't tell. I mean, that's all Pacific Rim is. Once you yeah. start seeing it on a home theater and high definition, you're like, wait a minute. This, this doesn't look good at all. Yeah. Um, so hopefully they change that because again, if you have black fighting on dark crimson, you know, almost and black, Mm -hmm. how are you supposed to tell what's going to, yeah, everyone talked about it with, um, you know, like transformers, a lot of those fight scenes because it's a whole bunch of little pieces moving around. You can't really tell what the hell's going on, Mm -hmm. but even then there's more definition than what I heard was in, was in venom. Uh, we also see in the trailer, apparently scream is in the trailer. So I guess we'll get more, more symbiotes. Even, even like uh, the image I'm showing you right now, you know, yeah, like that's the, not what I'm talking about. There's a scene of him from like the side and has the extra pieces or something coming right. up or an extra head. Mm. And it looks like he's in battle with Venom or whatever. And it's just so damn dark. Well, the uh, Michelle Williams character is also a, a Venom creature too because she gets the symbiote in the first one. Symbiote. Yeah, that one. How are you supposed to tell what that? Yeah, what the hell's and going this on one, I, I think, I mean, looking at it, it's very lit from behind, you know, and. It's yeah, very he dark. More, he looks more Just orange. Just so everybody knows on the radio, we're looking at stills from this. Yeah. Room. Right. Yeah, he looks more orange is, than it's, red. It's lighting, but it, again, it's not so much I'm criticizing that specific thing, but the hope is that they don't make him so dark within the film yeah. so that people do go to see it, like Ethan, will be able to define those two characters. Yeah. But I think that's kind of based on, you know, going off what you just said, I think, and maybe even what Ethan said a little bit, I think that with the trailer, they almost wanted to leave it where you didn't know if that's Carnage or that's Venom, unless you are somebody in the know. Because remember, mm. there's a lot of mainstream people that have no idea who Carnage is. Yeah, because he sucks. I Yeah, <laughs> yes. I love, Cle- I love the Cletus Cassidy character. And when I saw Woody Harrelson do it, it immediately reminded me of Woody Harrelson from... Mm-hmm. Uh, natural born killers. It yeah. should because that's what it is, right? That's what people think about like, it. Why did you get Woody Harrelson? I'm like, and, and people would say like, why? I don't understand why Woody, you know he doesn't play these type of characters. I'm like, you don't remember Woody Harrelson playing like a psychotic killer mm. with uh, 
Juliette Lewis in a movie that just had, didn't appeal to me in any sensibility at yeah. all. But yeah, Woody Harrelson's a great actor. And again, I, I'd say he plays Woody, but he plays him in a way, you know, I really love him in Solo. He's great in Hunger Games. Um, his early stuff is he, he goes a little range, you know, white men can't jump. He's great in that film. Yeah. He's, he's, he's brilliant in that film to me. Um, so I really like him, but it's not like every movie that he's in I'm, I'm rushing out to see. Yeah. And I love the fact that we're at a point in which there is enough, so much geek culture entertainment out there that I don't feel like I have any need to see everything anymore. Yeah. Like, I didn't watch any of Jupiter's Legacy. No. Jupiter's Legacy was good. It ended really weird, though, for the first season. I was never a big fan of the book, yeah. one. And I heard too many people say, like, boy, that seems like a CW show. I'm like, eh. It is, and the, re- the reason is because they didn't have a lot of actors you could identify. Well, I think some of it is people saying that the production value for something like Jupiter's Legacy is nothing compared to the boys. And in a, war- in a universe where the boys exist, is Jupiter's Legacy something that we really need? That's true, mm-hmm. because, I mean, they did use their powers a lot. And you get to see, yeah. pow- you know, it, it wasn't like, you know, Captain, or like Winter Soldier, or Cam. Falcon and Winter Soldier, where I know I, I kept wanting to say Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Well, that's what it is at the which, end. Which yeah. they're characters that don't have special powers, basically. right? Which you don't, which you don't see them using those powers a lot. Yeah, you know, it's not you're, you're he, not, does, he doesn't use the wings very much. Yeah. No, but you're not seeing lasers, you know, come from eyes. A lot of yeah. people flying around, you know, doing different tricks and yeah. things. There's like, probably you know. there's probably more special effect shots in one episode of Wandavision than there is in almost the entire season. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you throw out the 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 Final. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the? Um, let's just keep going in different places. Did you watch the? Uh, this is the the Sony. I want you to read it. Um, oh my god, the gallery, the making of yeah, the, the assemble. One. Yeah, for yeah. Uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What they did with his cow. Yeah. For the yeah. end, they had to change all of those shots. I saw them like. Oh, that's got to be a nightmare. Because it that's, bends out. Yeah, because like, it bends out. They're like, no, we want to do the thing. It's like, you know, that's. Who's the who's the four newest people to, to the to this place? Those guys over there. Hey, I got a job for you guys. I want you to go through every single frame of the final episode after he gets the suit, and I want you to find where the cow just sticks out a little and fix it. Mm-hmm. We quit. Oh darn! <laughs> those, those are the interns. Yeah. Um. No, but with the Sony thing, you know, we're talking Venom. You know, it falls right into the Sony streaming deal mm-hmm. because. Of how how the you know how the setup is because there's some things that are we were saying how before there were some things going to go to to Netflix some things going to go to Disney but that's not the case mm-hmm. it and Chris can read through the article and, and give you the finer points but from what the way I read it is that everything will go to Netflix first and, and then, eventually end up on Disney. After the first year or so, then it goes to Disney Plus, yeah. with the exception of the stuff, the Spider-Man movies that are already been, you know, the things that have already been released. Yeah. Well, no, Which, there's a, there's in some June, movies that are going straight to Disney Plus. No, no, no. Sony's deal, it, it basically, what it is is Disney Plus is the third window. Yes. So it goes. It'll be their home, final home. Um, and it, and again, it's not Sony. It's not all of Sony stuff. It's just the, the stuff Marvel that's stuff. based on Marvel properties. No, no, no. There'll be there'll be others because they they were talking about According Ghostbusters. To this, Disney has acquired the third window of some companies' upcoming comic book movies. 
No Way Home, Venom, and Morpheus. They're, they're the third window. They go on to they're they're out, and then they go to Netflix, and then they come yes. here. They go to, to Disney Plus. Um, the other films will eventually get to Disney Plus, but I think they're not. Yeah, significant number of knowing successful library titles, including Jumanji and Hotel Transylvania. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Tom Holland Spider Man stuff is going to go it straight. It will. That stuff not, is going, but that's going. It's not going. It's, it's not, not coming not. anytime soon. June. That's the other thing. Is that the, what it is? The new, the new, all the Spider Man movies are going to start dropping in June. Okay. The new Tom Holland one still, I believe, from what I, from my understanding, is it will still go to Netflix yes. first. Okay. Even Venom and all those other things will go Netflix, to... Netflix has what they call the pay one TV window rights to Sony stuff. Yes. So they'll be the first one. It just probably is not going to be as long as people think it is. Correct. Okay. So then, But again, this is also the thing where so many people took this and were like, cool, they're going to make a Spider-Man TV series. Like That's not what's happening. Right. That's not, you're not going to get that on Disney Plus as, a, as an original content yeah. sort of thing. Disney, all- Disney still doesn't own Spider-Man. As no, this, as but this is also is, this is only this deal was only like for two point five billion or something, something really you know that, that's how much I think Sony's going to make off of the two deals, which is not that yeah. much at all. No, well, I mean Sony's probably just looking to get cash wherever they can. And remember, the deal's only through twenty twenty six. The deal for it is probably more from Disney wanting to put everything under their window for a little while. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yeah. there are, I mean, there's enough of, again, it's not some outcry from fans that you can't watch all 24 Marvel films. Mm-hmm. Who knows if they'll ever get Hulk onto their streaming service, but you'll be able to put, I was watching Homecoming on FX or whatever, kind of in the background the other day, and I was like, you don't need to watch this film all the way through. Oh, wait, I can't. <laughs> I don't, like, wherever it is, I can't find it. It's so it's funny not, that it's not this... Right for as long as it's been out, you know, the only way I can watch it is because I bought it on DVD, yeah. and I can just throw the DVD in. I always forget that it's not on Disney Plus, too, for a long yeah. time. It wasn't until a friend of mine did the rewatch. It's so it funny. It's like, I can't do the, the Spider-Man films. I, I think they eventually went and got a DVD from a friend or whatever in order yeah. to do it in order. Um, but it's still, I mean, it, it's weird to also see people that are super excited with that because I'm sort of like, there's not a lot of movies I rewatch on streaming. <laughs> So, yeah, because I've been going through all of the MCU films chronologically now, and I, I just watched Black Panther, so I'm right at the spot where Homecoming's supposed to be, mm-hmm. and better take that DVD to work with because it would be Civil War, then it should be Spider Man, then Black Panther, then Doctor Strange. All right, I was going to say because Spider Man's before Black Panther, right? That's what I'm saying. Uh, so so I'm right at that. Should be. Yes. I thought you were talking about after. But I, I do have it on in my digital library. Doesn't Black Panther lead into Infinity War? No. It just says Black oh, Panther oh, will return. Sorry, from- chronologically, not release order. Yes, got it. I hate chronologically. I just, I, to me, it doesn't make any sense to do it that way because it wasn't produced that way. Mm-hmm. So there's so many incongruities that 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 exist. Yes and the- no. I mean, Marvel has done a very good job where there are where you can tell that. The writers have gone back and watched the previous material to make sure. Yeah, and, what, and whatever they're doing in their story group. There's all know. those great scenes where Dick Fury is a total dumbass. Yeah. And they're like, here you are. Let's just prove it in Captain Marvel. But yeah, they went way back. And, no, they, they adjust everything as you move forward to fit that kind of story. Right. It works for the most degree, but it's, also, it, it's like watching Star Trek in chronological order. But doesn't it doesn't make any sense because you watch Enterprise and then you watch the, first, you watch the original series. 
wow, that technology went backwards. Oh, sure, yeah. Star I mean, Wars is the same. Star way. Wars is the same thing. But the funny thing was the because we we talked about even last week we talked about you know how there's certain things with it started with a Venom trailer. No, no, I mean last week uh, where we we were talking no, about like this this conversation that has now gone to you rewatching. Yes, the MCU. With a Venom trailer. Well, it all tied together because see we talked about Venom it's not really trailer. that tied together. We talked about Sony deal with bringing Spider-Man to the MCU. Yeah, so there we, it all ties together. Um, but the, the MCU fits a lot better together, especially when you're going movies that you have to go yeah, back. Yeah, because they're and, made consecutively. They weren't, you know, George Lucas at the end of Return of the Jedi is like, I don't think I'm ever making any more because I own all this and I don't have a ton of money. Yeah, but even, I'm talking about even like how, you know, we we, we said with Star Wars, with the prequels, George knew he had to get a few things in order, right, to get to episode four. He knew he had to get Luke born. Luke, he had, he had to get Kenobi and Anakin to fight each other. Yes, he had to That's get had Anakin to, to get turned to the dark side, and yeah. he had to get Anakin. He had to get Kenobi and Anakin to the point where they tried to kill right. each other. That's all he had to get to, and he created a, a story that is much more interesting to find out what it doesn't have than what it does have. Sure. But what I'm saying is, all those movies are consecutive. It's not like they waited 10 years between oh, Iron no, Man yeah. and Iron Man 2. Yeah. So they have those advantages. I just don't think watching it in chronological order makes so much of a difference when I think it's more interesting to watch it in release order to see the progression in terms of production mm-hmm. and see sort of the choices they make later in production that does kind of change some of the things that are earlier or at least tweaks them a little bit or makes you think something differently about them. What helps them is when you do prequels, or what hurts them is the same thing that happened with Star Wars. When you do prequels, you have a lot of room to get it wrong. Sure. Because you're trying to fulfill a mandate. The Captain Marvel is set in the 80s simply because she Fury 90s. has to meet her, 90s, whatever, has to meet her, according to them, before the beginning of Iron Man. Yeah. But then you start to think of it, why is he all weirded out by the Chitari? He's known aliens no, exist for like there's, 10 There's years. where a flaw is, yes. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Watching them in, in production order, especially if you're going to watch them the first time. I've always told people, like, if you get to the point where you're watching stuff the first time, always watch it in production order. Because then you're going to see those incongruities in a smaller light mm-hmm. than watching Captain Marvel, watching Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, Captain America, and Avengers, and say... Yesterday, when I started this, he's he's meeting an alien, and now he's like the Chitari or some big deal to him. Well, mm-hmm. and the same thing is- with with. Well, I guess Coulson never does really. Coulson never really finds out in Captain Marvel that she's an alien. Oh yeah, he does. He does. Okay, I can't remember. I've only seen that movie once. But um, what's funny is though, and what's neat is I actually know somebody. Actually, I know somebody whose mom watched him for the very first time in chronological order. And, you know, she watched Cap, Captain Marvel and everything. And where does Superman come she in? She forgot. No, but she. So when Carol comes back in Infinity War, she's like, oh, my God, I forgot about her. Oh, that's right. She was out in space somewhere. And it was uh, it was interesting to her to have that happen. Back mm-hmm. the yeah. You see the symbol. At the end of yes. War. But when she, you know. Oh, and that, and that was what it was. When she saw the symbol, the symbol, she's like, "Oh, oh my God!" That, she knows who it is. Yeah, th- that's where that came from. That's why and then that she tied starts in. asking the questions, like, "Where has this chick been the whole time?" But even in, <laughs> like, but <laughs> but even when you look at the stuff where within like Civil War, 
you know, you look at the stuff with Bucky, you know, where it's a flashback and things like that. And there's certain things that tie over from movie to movie that when you watch them in chronological order, you go, oh, that makes sense. Okay, that, you know. Or- I think you get that with production value, to production order also, mm-hmm. if you're watching them very close together. I don't know. It just, like I said, it's my personal thing. I just don't think chronological. 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 See, I also watch Star Wars in chronological. I watched Clone Wars in chronological order. And let me tell you what, Clone Wars made so much more sense in chronological order. Again, all made stuff stuff that was made at the same time and was supposed to be shown in chronological order. Yes. They moved some of those pieces because they moved it because of a... Uh, Firefly, when you watch it in chronological order, makes so much more sense. Still the way, got canceled. The way that Fox would try Still to do it. Still would get canceled. No, it's funny. You, you said Superman being in the MCU. There's a rumor going out that uh, Henry Cavill is now being eyed for Captain Britain. <laughs> Boy, he would make a great oh, He would Captain make a great Britain, Captain Britain. <laughs> He would totally, Brian Braddock. I can totally him, see that. He doesn't, even, he doesn't even have to make him blonde, but yeah, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. Yeah. You know who also would have made a great Captain Britain? Chris Evans. Because Chris Evans <laughs> can play a jerk really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would love to. Kenny Cavill would be awesome. That would yeah. be amazing. Everybody's like, oh, this is the redemption that Henry Cavill will get since they don't, they don't give him a Superman movie. Blah, 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 blah. He had a Superman movie. Yeah, they're but they're, they're not giving him another one. DC doesn't know what it's doing. Yeah. Well, I could see him jumping. I mean, it's not like it hasn't happened before. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm a fan of Henry Cavill. Whatever he's doing, I'm, I'm ready to see it. So, you know, and it worked in the opposite way. Ben Affleck was Daredevil, and then he went, you know, which he became was, Batman. <laughs> a lot of people didn't like him, you know, didn't like the Daredevil movie. A lot of people funny. don't like the Superman movie. They, few, like a few weeks ago, something came up on my, like, memories about the announcement for Ben Affleck memories. being super or Batman. And it, I just remember because I saw my title was just like, huh, Ben Affleck's going to be Batman. And then I remembered how much everybody lost their shit about it when it first got announced. And I was like, oh. I well, remember even that made- day because I heard it. It was going to work. We're going to storage to work with Mikey. Yeah. And I got there a few minutes after him. And it was like that morning it was announced that Ben Affleck was going to be Daredevil. Or Daredevil, sorry. Uh, it was going to be Batman in BVS. And I got out of the car and I just ran in circles like, the world is ending! Ben Affleck is going to play Batman! There's nothing we can do! The Lord has forsaken us! And just like in circles. And he's looking at me and he's sort of, what the hell are you talking about? Is it Ben Affleck announced as Batman? Oh, okay. What's funny is... is you but know. that was the feeling. Like the inter- According to the internet, there was no reason to live anymore. And it's the thing that I always hate. And we'll talk about it when we get to Snake Eyes. They're like, he's too old. Like, What's too old? Yeah. It's Batman. I mean, Batman Based starts on, when he's younger. Yeah. It depends on where you write him. Yes. If you're writing Batman year one and you cast Patrick Stewart, you're screwed. <laughs> but you write Batman year one and you cast Robert Pattinson, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he's not he's not 19 when he becomes Batman. He's in his, you know, he goes to college and he goes off to the world like or whatever. When he comes Bale. Bale was, uh, he left when he was just starting college. Yes, but he spends years away. Yes, that's the the point. Is when he's Batman, the first time he puts on the suit, he's like in he's his, in his mid twenties, right? Uh, you know, maybe even later. And that. again, you can rewrite that story. Mm-hmm. But it's funny is that Batman Strikes makes him like nineteen or something. Mm-hmm. The Affleck thing it was so bad that Big Bang Theory wrote a joke into their show. I remember when they were when they had Adam West on, mm-hmm. and they were comparing all the Batmans. Pure. 
Yeah, he's like <laughs> the Southerners had to wear a bodysuit with muscles. I was pure West. Yeah, that's from The Simpsons. But he he says it in there too. So they stole that joke from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he's, oh, I guess you're just he stole that. that. He stole the line because he's he was he said it in Simpsons too. Right? He said it in The Simpsons when they go to the car show and the yeah. Batmobile's there and it's Meet Adam West. And Bart says, "You're not Batman." He's like, I, "You're." I see you're a fan of just the new Batman. I didn't need a muscle suit, pure West. <laughs> and why doesn't Batman dance anymore? Remember the Bat Two seat. And then Bart and Lisa just back away from. Him. <laughs> but yeah, he he says I'm almost line for line about mm-hmm. you know they had muscle suits and I was just pure West. Yeah. Well, I noticed it is earlier than everybody else. Man, that last half of that show sucked. <laughs> but they were talking about the but order. I remember, yeah, I remember how much of a, a outcry there was that he's going to suck, and I was just kind of like, let's see how he does. And then the best thing <laughs> is after BBS, everyone said the only good part of it is him as Batman. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, ben he's Affleck the best is- Batman ever. Yeah, no other Batman is better than him. Like that's the that's the funny. thing. I don't think people are going that far. I think. Oh no, was- there's there's people no, that are going they, that they far. They put Bale up there. There were Snack Snyder guys who said he was the best. No, like a, my was, personal what favorite I was always saying been Bale. was the the outcry after it was the movie sucks. Right. Affleck is the best part of it. Yeah. And such a flip for like, oh, Affleck's going to make the movie suck. And like, no, this. I was like, look, Ben Affleck is a, is a, an interesting actor. He's a good actor. He usually brings a lot of power to a role when he's really into it. I totally saw him from the start as Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm like, he's like Bale. When they're like, oh, Christian Bale's too skinny. I was like, Christian Bale can act r- rings around most everybody on this planet. Right. He's going to bring a power to that role. I've never liked Michael Keaton as much because like, I don't think he has it. I don't buy him. And as see, there's a lot of people that put Keaton as number one. Everybody puts Keaton as number one because it's the first thing they saw. Yeah, right. They usually to me, and Bale. I, I thought Val Kilmer was a better Bruce Wayne and totally. a better Batman than than, than totally. Michael Keaton. He was in a terrible film. Yes. I think we can all agree, though, that George Clooney was the worst one. Again, I can see... Again, that's the joke. <laughs> but, well, the thing is, is, George Clooney's in the worst films. Yeah. But I feel like George Clooney would be the Bruce Wayne we would think of as Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah. totally. To me. Yeah. I mean, look, there's, there's only Especially one... Especially an older Bruce Wayne. Yeah, there's only one real Batman, and it's the animated one. I mean, that's the one that everybody goes to. And that's it's funny, it's because Con- when, yeah, when everybody Con- when everybody's putting Batman, they usually put Conroy's right up there. Yeah. Kevin, Con- either, Kevin Conroy's everyone's it's kind like of Batman. It's like one or two. Because the thing mm-hmm. is, when you think of Batman, you think of that... We always talk about what, what happened with Darth Maul. I mean, obviously, there was a... Ray Park played him, and somebody else voiced him in the movie, but Sam Whitmer is Darth Maul. Oh, totally. To the point that they used him in the voice in Solo. And if they do anything else, it's going to be Sam Whitmer. If you don't, uh, we're grabbing some pitchforks and torches and going down to the mouse house in Burbank. I could even see them putting him in the costume now. That's what I was saying, too. He he kind of has that look where they could use him. I don't think they can pull off the stunt work with him. No, not the the stunt work. That's the only thing. Ray Park had the stunts. That was what. But he didn't have the acting. That's the problem. Oh, no. So that's the thing. But you can also get away with it because he's got metal legs now. It's also, you're never good. Do you see a move in season seven? Yeah, I know. Yeah, no. I mean, I guess if you want to do... Yeah, but he didn't move very well by the the time he got to Kenobi. Maybe. In Rebels. Well, if they decide to do some sort of sequel to Solo, I mean, he's probably going to end up in there in some capacity. We'll see what they do with him. I mean, again, there's 8,000 rumors that he's in Kenobi. Could be in Lando. Could be. I forgot about that. Mm Mm-hmm. If there's one thing on that list that I think doesn't happen, yep. or I think might not happen, because, it, look, if you're not giving me Childish Bambino, I, no, I'm not, no good. 
I'm not. I don't want it. Isn't that who's supposed to be? They, they really didn't even say that. They they didn't say that. They've, Donald Glover. They've said that. Yeah, they did not say that Donald Glover is doing it. And apparently, someone asked Donald Glover, and he he said, "I'm, I'm not commenting on that," which makes me feel like uh, if I'll do a series, but you're paying me, you're paying me. Because also, like again, Donald Glover's the type of person who has a big music career. Mm-hmm. He does everything on Atlanta. Yeah. He's the main character. He's the producer. He's the showrunner. He's the writer. He's the director on some episodes, I think. Yep. That guy is not cheap. I, I don't, well, it's not even that he's not cheap. I don't know if he wants to give up 10 right. weeks of his life or 12 weeks of his life to do a Lando series. Maybe he does. I hope he does. He wanted to do it for the movie because he did really want to play Lando. He did want to play Lando. And I think he was open for a Lando movie. Yeah. But again, I mean, these series, the way they're they're shot, it's probably the same amount of time in production. Yeah. Between a major motion picture and, and these types, because you're reusing a lot of the same sets and stuff like that. Well, especially Here's if, like if, again, that's the one that I I would point to as I thought about it later. Like, if there's one of these that doesn't happen, I think it's that simply because if Donald Glover says no, you don't go forward with that project. You're no, not, you're, you're not, not going to hire a third. Yeah, you're there. not putting you know Michael B. Jordan in there or anything. No, Billy like Weed and Billy D is going to come back and do it. I'm fine with that. You want to give me old Lando? You want to give me the Lando series of him porking his daughter as they See, try to find here people that's not? And then the last episode, he's like, wait a minute. That's the what's first your, series that bombs on Disney. What's, what's, what's your last name? Thing. And she says, Calrissian. Oh, no. <laughs> if you notice, nothing that they've announced, nothing that they've produced so far has gone past the Battle of Jakku. Mm. So they're staying away from. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying from it as a joke. The sequel it's, trilogy. It's a joke. Yeah. Yes. That's for now. The one thing that we'll see. But they also have their their hive too, so they can always just film like they do with Mando, uh, so they don't have to keep going to different sets. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's doable. As as I'm talking out loud, I was saying, I'm thinking to myself, the same thing for a major motion picture with a gigantic budget is probably the same amount of time it was to shoot Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm -hmm. The only thing that they're not shooting in the volume is uh, I don't know why I called it is Andar. That one seems to be all on location. Well, we've seen locations. Big now. budget locations. Yeah, but maybe they. Shooting's not done. Yeah. They may go to the. I mean, uh, Mandalorian season two shot in Simi Valley. For one episode. And Kenobi is out in. Yeah, you know, but I was still. Was it but they, they've gone to Death Valley and places like that and shot plates to yeah, show up on the volume. You can. Yeah. You're, you're, it's going to be a hybrid. Yeah. I mean, that's, it may not be. Maybe Cassian is shot all on location. Kenobi was shot in a sound in a, in a tra- traditional sound Bastard. stage. Kenobi, I think, was a combination because yeah. they were yeah. shooting a lot of volume. Um, it's different ways to shoot. So, okay, before we get to the rest of the list, I forgot because Snake Eyes is coming out this summer. Mm. The GI Joe, it's Snake Eyes GI Joe Origin. Yes. And the trailer drops tomorrow. They dropped the poster. Oh, that's right. It does tomorrow. During the MTV uh, Not gonna watch movie that. awards. I'm sure it'll be on in the morning. I'm sure it'll be leaked on YouTube. Oh, it'll be leaked hours. on I YouTube can watch by it, yeah. noon. Watch it afterwards. I don't um, know. Um, did they have a trailer for the trailer? Did they do that today? <laughs> no, but they just had that that motion poster. Oh, is it a motion poster? Yeah. I, didn't see that. I, just, saw the, I just saw the image of the poster. It's the, the image of the poster, but then they do this whole thing where the... the the embers come up or whatever. Yeah, and then yeah, the whatever. symbol flashes mm-hmm. in, and then he comes in behind Something it. Like neon or whatever. Yeah. Um, but so many people lost their shit over that Snake Eyes poster. 
The same thing with the Affleck thing. No, this is more racist. Because no, the, no, the Affleck thing was racist because all those guys thought Affleck was black. No. <laughs> um, yes, but what I've learned as I've gotten older, gotten older, and and gone back into these groups, and not a lot of people that are either my age or especially just a little bit younger. That connection, I, my life is dinosaurs, Star Wars, GI Joe. That's it's been since I was four. That's it. You know, I'm one of those losers who identifies himself by his fandoms. But I think everybody at this table does, or we didn't a do lot this podcast. To, 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 to me, I don't think Ethan does. Chris, Chris's pronouns on Instagram now just say dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do that. Insta- that'd be cool. Instagram release Instagram, where you can yeah, put your pronouns. See, mine there. used to be Star Wars, G.I. Joe, and then you go down from there. But I think as I've gotten older now, it's gone Star Wars, Marvel, G.I. Joe. And then you get to like Masters of the Universe, dinosaurs. The stuff is that like in terms of dinosaurs, like fourth or fifth on my list because that was Star Wars has always been to GI Joe. GI Joe and Star Wars were always really close. Um, and then Turtles was on that. Turtles is on that list when I was a kid. When I got into comics, I got into comics, so comics is there too. I would hope so. That's my job. (laughs) Um, so comics is up there too. But what I'm saying is, as a GI Joe fan, I mean, I've read. I love how we were stacking things where people yeah, can't see us stacking them. One, <laughs> take two, uh, and right under that, right under there, just just right in there. This is why we need to do it on Twitch. No, no. see, you have we number need, one. Nobody needs to do two, anything on Twitch. Yeah. Twitch should be should be destroyed, or just live stream it. Streaming should be destroyed immediately. Um, <laughs> live streaming. We can just keep our Netflix and Disney Plus. Uh, I've read 20, 25 and 20, no, 26, 27, 26, 27, 26, 27, which was Snake Eyes yeah, Origin. I've read it a thousand times. I mean, probably third behind six, number 16 and number 19. It was great. It's awesome. It's amazing. I don't need to see it on the screen. I completely get that we are going to get something new. I'm not saying it's going to be great. I'm not saying that means it's going to be good. But I'm also not saying that I already assume it's a gigantic pile of steaming dump. Do I think it probably will be down there? Probably. But that has nothing to do with the setting. It has nothing to do with Henry Golding. It has nothing to do with Scarlet and the Baroness being in it. It just has to do with, I don't trust the people that are in it as much, but maybe they'll surprise me. The other two haven't really set a high bar. Yeah, and the other two, throw them away. And that's the other thing. Is everyone's like, oh, the other ones are terrible. I'm like, yes, they are. Just throw them away. We're never seeing that again. But even look at origin movies like Wolverine. But this is, this is, this is what I'm talking about, though. This, this is my thing. As big a fan as I am, as big as the idea of Larry Hama's story being canon. But the thing with toys back then, to me, was Hama's story was great. And we watched the cartoon. And even as a kid, I knew that cartoon was awful. Awful. <laughs> but it was fun to I watch. had a completely different story with what I was doing with the figures. And I had a long form story with what I was doing. So I didn't do just what the comics did. I didn't do just what the TV series did. I had my own thing of what, what was kind of happening based off of mm-hmm. what I was seeing through these. All of these different influences. But what, the point is, I'm perfectly fine with something new. And I don't understand the majority of fandom that just wants the same exact thing. But Just give me... What I saw on the page. 
That's what I want. And I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. When we get to Star Wars, we're talking about the EU with Star Wars. So many people that won't let it go. I don't understand why they didn't just do Heir to the Empire. We already got Heir to the Empire. Yeah. And the EU is this vast, huge thing because we never thought we were going to get any more movies. When they started that, when Heir to the Empire came out, there was no thought of doing episode one. Mm-hmm. George never thought he was going to be able to afford it. But here's something. He made a lot of money on books and toys. And he's like, oh, I can actually pay free episode one. And do whatever I want to with it, which is like mm-hmm. give you Jar Jar and stupid droids. Um, and midichlorians. And space um, bugs. And space bugs, yeah. That's so, midichlorians, I don't way. understand. I'm weirdly, like, not understanding that mentality of it's got to be this way. And if it, if it if I don't think it is, I'm I'm out. I'm just closing my eyes. to. We talk about movies. I had someone come into the store once and was so pissed at Ant-Man. Because he's like, it needs to be. They got it wrong. It's supposed to be Hank Pym. He's supposed to be Ant-Man, not this Scott Lang character. It's Hank Pym. I don't understand why they did this. You realize Scott Lang has worn the suit. No, he hasn't. Hey, that character doesn't exist. I'm like, when did you stop reading comics? 1985. Okay. So you have no idea that there is a basis for what we're seeing in that story. One of my problems with Marvel at this point is that they've, they've gone a little too close to what we've seen. Mm. I don't need that same story. It's worked out. It's not like I haven't disliked them. That's one reason why Thor Ragnarok worked so well. Thor Ragnarok was amazing. It gave you pieces of the comic book. It gave you pieces of different... And I said, I'd love to see Magneto be the the Avengers villain in whatever the next Avengers film is because... And the Avengers have fought Magneto, but it's not something that happens again and again and again and again. Mm -hmm. No, I want to give you Kang. I've seen them fight Kang. Kurt Busiek and Carlos Pacheco's uh, 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 Avengers Forever. Go find it. It's Mm -hmm. the best Kang story you'll read. One of the best Avengers stories you'll read. And it's filled with a whole bunch of characters that nobody knows about. <laughs> so as I'm, I'm approaching this, Henry Golding is Asian. You're going to not have him wear the mask a lot because he's Henry Golding. You're not, it's not Ray Park. It's not Keith Urban, Keith Urban, uh, Carl Urban. <laughs> Keith, or, Urban. <laughs> Keith Urban should wear a mask. I mean, I, that plastic surgery was no good. Ooh. Carl Urban, who... Well, changes, whatever. Carl he's, Urban he's, doesn't care whether Carl, it is yeah, covered or care. not. Producers of this film are not going to put Henry Golding, who was in Crazy Rich Asians, who is a star, mm-hmm. in a mask for two hours. Why do we, we get Tony's head inside of the Iron Man? Why? You're not going to cover up Robert Downey Jr., especially once you get to Iron Man 2. But the other part about the, this, the worst part about this whole thing is that there was really only like one panel in a comic book. That you really see Snake Eyes without his mask. But here's the... I'll go with that. Here's, it doesn't matter. I know. And it's also the fact... Is, is my point was, like, if you want to yell at me about canon, he's always been disfigured. He's ne- He never talks. Wrong. He wasn't disfigured until he joined the G.I. Joe team. Mm-hmm. Read number 26. Or and 27. if you ask most kids with the toys, when they the, would have thought the, he was Asian anyways. Because once you a, get past to the... Where because he's, he's an a ninja. Asian, yeah, yes. he's a ninja or whatever. Yes, in the comics, he is a blonde, blue-eyed kid who goes to Vietnam. You're not making a movie in 2021 having him go to Vietnam and setting it in 1985. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make any sense. He's 60. He's F-70. Um, just the pieces that are there. Well, he's, he's Asian, so he can't be an American. What? You do realize that there are people of Asian descent who live in the United States. That was one of the big of things. Them, some of them. Fight for our military. That was the big thing. Was a lot of people were going, "Well, look at him. He's not even American. He's not American because they were assuming 
that when you're American, these certain people online, that you're Caucasian as an American. Yes. It is an interesting... I feel like it, it kind of plays into, you know, where the where where our world is now, especially with, you know, the violence between the Asian community that's been going on. It goes this far, isn't, it, this it isn't goes Emma Stone in Aloha. No, but this, this it goes farther than that. And this is the thing that... Uh, I'll do it an aside that kind of brings to... Um, recently... Uh, for June, Marvel's doing Pride Month covers for a bunch of books, and they're doing all the Star Wars books. Mm-hmm. And one of the books features Lando Calrissian. And everyone's like, no, Lando's straight. Lando's totally straight. I'm like, no, they've revealed that he is. But here's the thing. He's pan. It's it's not even that he's pan. You assume he's straight. Right. And only straight because he hits on Leia. Bisexuals will hit on mm-hmm. men and women. Mm-hmm. Pansexuals will hit on men women trans you know it's, it's that's part of their their identity him hitting on leia being interested in leia even in the the last shot book he's married to a, a twilight female or yes. he's going to get married to a twilight female your assumption is one thing mm-hmm. that then disproves everything else it's a false positive it's that it's logic. It's the whole thing. When you walk into well, the, the logic thing is when you walk into a bathroom stall and there's a urinal, you can assume that is a men's room. Mm-hmm. When you walk into a bathroom and there's no urinal, doesn't mean it's not a men's room. It can be, you know, all sex, or it can even be a female room because men can use toilets, women can't use urinals, or I mean, a family they can if they really want to, or a family. It, it boil it down Depends to a how basic adventurous. Thing. They it's, are. it's it's the point of the the false positive is what you can yeah. assume and what you can't. Just because he hits on Leia, you can't assume that he's just straight. Mm-hmm. You can say the same for Han Solo. You can say the same for Luke. I mean, Luke obviously is, a, is you know, incest. Uh, is, that's all he wants. Uh, he has no girlfriend other than his sister. Um, There's no other women in the galaxy. <laughs> Here's all the lines by anyone that it was not Princess Leia as a woman. Stand by, I in control. That's it. That's all you get. You get nothing else. <laughs> and you get all Mon Mothma. It's like, yeah. Empire. Um, there was more. That's than it. One. In Empire, is it just standby? It's, it's just the iron control standby or whatever. It's the the iron control officer, iron <laughs> cannon control officer. It's I the thought o- they said one more line. That's the there. only line by 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 a woman that's not Leia. Until you get to Jedi. And Jedi, you get a lot from Mon Mothma. Yes, mm-hmm. and you get nice snoodle singing. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I don't think. I think she's she's gender fluid. I think it's gender fluid. I think, I think fluid. Clone Wars kind of gave you that hint. Yeah. Um, so that being said, uh, yes, the, the assumption that an American still looks like a European. Yes. Mm-hmm. White skin, light eye color more often than not. Yeah. Lighter, you know, lighter, light, you know, yeah. very Aryan. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's the identity bias that we all kind of have and things that we think of when we when we think of out myself as it when i went to disneyland once with my friend shelly who's australian and we went to frontierland and it was um it was a gentleman with like a banjo or whatever it's like singing sam or something he was there all these times and it's her family and me and they're all australian and i'm you know and next to us is an asian family Point to me, you know, where are you from? I said, I'm from here, Newberry Park, California. Where are you from? We're from Brisbane. Oh, yeah, we're from... Point to the where are you from? Yeah, we're from Auckland. What? <laughs> it was so weird to me. And immediately I'm like, oh, I'm racist. 
because I didn't expect that accent. Mm-hmm. Now, if they spoke English, it would have been like, yeah, I've, I've met hundreds of people of Asian descent who speak English with a you know an accent, a mm-hmm. California accent, whatever you want, Southern accent mm-hmm. if you want to. Never even thought of an Asian family that's from Australia and has the yeah. Australian accent. So we bring those biases into these things. It's an unintentional on my part, but it's there. And mm-hmm. it made me think about what my biases are when I see someone who is of a physically distinct race, quote unquote, whatever you want to call it. But I think those are from different places. And so when you get these, what I've discovered with Joe fans is what I discovered with Star Wars fans. Nobody hates G.I. Joe more than G.I. Joe fans. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And anything, nothing has a chance. And when my point in one of these groups where, the, where they're just like, well, this doesn't have a chance because everyone's going to remember how terrible the others are. Like, this doesn't have a chance because you're not giving it a chance. Yeah. Right. You're already, what do you want? Well, I want the comic. That's not going to work. But most of these guys haven't even, in the, most of these guys in the Joe groups haven't even read the comics. They know it, even if they haven't read the comics, but they know the story. And when everyone refers to it as canon, there is no G.I. Joe canon. It's being rebooted seven times. Mm-hmm. Hama continued the story with IDW concurrent with a brand new version of G.I. Joe. The term canon, I think, is a few so different have, current have, ones. Remember, there was G.I. Right, Joe Cobra, was all, there was Co- yeah. but those were all of the same the same story. Mm. G.I. Joe Origin, G.I. Yes. Joe, and G.I. Joe Cobra were all rebooting the story of G.I. Joe. Yes. In the middle of those runs, they did G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, which yes. is an exact continuation. Devil's Due was supposed to be an exact continuation. Devil's Due Publishing also did G.I. Joe Reloaded, which was a what-if right. reboot of G.I. Joe in which Duke actually works for Cobra, and they end up taking over Hawaii. Um, <laughs> when they relaunched G.I. Joe earlier in two, now that's the movie, 2019, it's a really good book. It's really interesting. <laughs> I found all the issues like in a dollar sale a little while ago. Yeah. I picked them all up. I was like, I can't read these again. Um, uh, the, the the newest one, G.I. Joe, that was a new one. We had G.I. Joe Savage Strike or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. We had like Sergeant Flag and G- whatever the, the well, extreme, right G.I. Now, Joe Extreme. That the, yep. There's a lot of different Sigma versions six. of G.I. Joe. That's the Sigma Six. Great point. They've rebooted G.I. Joe a thousand times with the idea of it's a it's a a highly skilled team that fights a semi-terrorist or full terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. Go. That's all it is. Well, Man, Rob Liefeld has Snake Eyes going on right now. Oh God, I forgot that book existed. Mm-hmm. He's never going to finish that. Um, I just realized the number four is way late. It just it's came out. Be, mm, I don't know it came out that long ago. Is it, it in the, it's in the bag you just got me. It Maybe is? Brought, yeah. <laughs> all right, well, then I'm missing something. I don't remember buying that. Um, let's double check that. Uh, you sneaked out a book that wasn't supposed to go on sale. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't get books that early. It's no. It's the fact that I didn't get it. Yeah. Uh, I should have had the B cover pulled. Hmm. Maybe it's my thing. I haven't read any of my new stuff in a, in a while. Um, but it's been so. There's no canon to it. Yeah. Again, even GI Joe, a real American hero, was based off of a character named GI Joe who was 12 inches and had more jobs than Barbie. Yep. Running around the world, snatching tigers and fighting red crimson or crimson dynamo. Yeah, I didn't think it was in the bag. No, that was uh, Serpentor Uncoiled. Yes. Yeah, I remember when G.I. Joe was a gymnast. Yeah, he was a USA gymnast. uh, Astronaut. Kung Fu. He was was a martial artist. So there there, you go. You want to be canon, there it is. G.I. Joe's been a martial artist before. Exactly. So it's just, it's, my thing is that in this, I've called this the age of cynicism for a long time. Yeah. 
And I've said, I love the fact she just leaves the podcast to go upstairs to find. He's got to he's got to find the comic. Um, but I think also the term canon has done some damage to yes the medium because even because Star now Wars, everybody it, says it has to fit into this whole yeah. circle of whatever. And that circle, as they did, or right, so. that's got to be a while ago. Um, that that. Uh, that circle gets relaunched. Look what happened to Star Trek. Mm-hmm. We get Star Trek in a linear timeline, and then we reboot the movie, and it changes. And now it's a what they call the Kelvin. But timeline. it's like, and then they do Star Trek Discovery, which is like not in either of them. Right. It's so weird to have the thing. So you have these kind of things when you have franchises that last as long as these things do. GI Joe, as a franchise, is eighty years old. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, 70 well, years so old, 60 years if old. If you think about it, for example, old, it was in the 60s. if something is done new with a comic book, it's accepted. Versus if that same franchise has a movie coming out and they want to do something completely different that doesn't tie into the comic book, yeah. Which it's also not shows me that those people never read any of the comics past you know, right. the beginning of Larry But Hummel's Star Trek world. Discovery got away with it because they made it a... Oh, yeah, this is from February. <laughs> okay, well, for... Yeah, okay. But they made they made the discovery a prototype ship, you know, that was its technology was completely different than the rest of Starfleet. Yeah. Matter of fact, their uniforms were even different than the rest but of Starfleet. But I feel like if you talk to true but, like Star Trek fans, they don't accept that as a medium. At first, they didn't. Exactly. It was that's the confusion what I'm saying. at the beginning. Remember Sebastian was sort of like, I'm not sure where this is supposed to fit. Right. That's what and I'm saying, is that if it's part a, of what we've got to, as you're saying, with Canon becoming a barrier, is that I don't understand where this fits. I don't, you know, yeah. we're not, the lay fan isn't as connected as we are and expects all the Star Wars to fit if they go back and if they were to pick up a Legends book right. or pick up Heir to the Empire. Like, this doesn't make any sense with what we saw. Is it because it doesn't exist anymore with the timeline that we're seeing now with all of the stories being created now? Star Wars will get rebooted sometime in the next century. It's going to happen. G.I. Joe's done it four times. Transformers has done it 135 times. <laughs> you know, Star Marvel's Wars has been, like, it's going to get rebooted somewhere. Mm. Somewhere that's, it's that's going- a hard one to do because it's become such a. At some point, it's going to get rebooted. Yeah, it, it is. It's amazing to it, have something. It yes, it's amazing matter. to have something that's fifty years old almost. That we have a thorough line, but even then, we took a third of it and threw it away. Yeah, completely, in order to make three films and now to make new series and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's going to get rebooted somewhere. Somewhere it's going to lie fallow. Everything going to come it back. Seems like everything. Is. Everything's going to. I mean, look at James Bond rebooted itself with a new lead, didn't connect any of its films, and then rebooted itself with a new lead in which all the films connected. Mm-hmm. All the Daniel yeah. Craig films are in the same universe or whatever, the same thing. So there's definitely the ways that you can do it. It's getting harder and harder. It's weird because as you have more information that you can get to fans, it seems to be harder for fans to accept that information as mm-hmm. to what's going on. Right. Because People fans, still think this origin is the origin of Ray Park Snake Eyes. It's right. not. Yeah. It's just this is the first movie we're doing in what hopefully is going to be a new universe. We have a possible Lady J series on Amazon, which we hasn't also been confirmed an- anywhere that it's a part of this universe. I think they're going to wait and see. Like, If this is popular, yes, totally going to be in the Snake mm-hmm. Eyes unit. If it's not, it's like, hey, guys, we're going to try G.I. Joe as a TV series now. Well, but there's already a G.I. Joe movie in the works that not that does not necessarily tie into 
the snake. I eyes. said at the time, the first time we talked about it, I guarantee you, it depends on how popular this is. Right. If it's not popular and it doesn't do well, then that GI Joe movie is going to get scrapped and basically go into retooling and development hell because they're going to try and figure out how to make that the origin of GI Joe. Yeah. GI Joe. That's also vigil. the one that we that we thought is like it starts keel hall and barbecue or whatever. Like, who are these? <laughs> these are not the Joes you pick. This is odd. But then again, we never thought we were going to get Guardians of the Galaxy movies. So. Yeah, GI Joe Ever Vigilant. Um, G- DJ Caruso is rumored to direct it. Yeah, that, we read it at the time. None yeah. of that is is there's there's no confirmation from mm-hmm. anybody. Again, you're always working on something. Sure. We thought we were going to have a Job of the Hut movie. Remember. We're going to get a Yoda movie and a Boba Fett movie and a Jabba the Hutt movie and a Salacious Crumb movie and a George Lucas movie when he's in the Star Wars universe. And we're going to get a Jar Jar movie. We're going to get a Darth Malak movie. We're going to get all the It was, oh, there's all of those ideas. There's, there's, everyone's always doing, that's one of the 30 people at Hasbro Paramount that are working on a G.I. Joe movie. Mm-hmm. What do we do with a G.I. Joe movie? What do we do? Hell, Rogue One came out of a conversation between John Dykstra and somebody else where he was just like, we should tell the story. Like, you know what would be cool if we had the story where the Death Star, we'd show the Death Star plans. Yeah, let's go talk to Kathleen. Let's go. Let's go. That's a great yeah. idea. The whole reason we got anthology movies. Because was it the Death Star plans or was he saying, you know, what if they, you know, the uh, the exhaust port wasn't an accident? Or no, was it was the it? Death Star plans. It was to tell the story of how they got the Death Star plans onto the okay. Corvette. Like that a, was it. He had nothing else. That, yeah, I remember that was just he, very simple. He didn't have a outline or anything, and then they went up and got through the writers and everybody and yeah. put together the idea that a special commando team would have gotten those plans. Yeah. No, I remember that part. I just I couldn't remember. Zero Urso was supposed to be a member of the Rebellion. Yeah. Her first toy is Sergeant Jin Urso. I wonder how much of that movie they really reshot. Oh, uh, you keep so that. So, yeah, one Snake Eyes poster, and everybody hates it. And I think that blocks it out. I mean, there's... I don't think that film can be successful because Joe fans just aren't going to go see it. But I'm just, I'm, it's just, it's amazing because, you know, it, it really is like, it's like one or two panels that they show his face, isn't it? The, um, you, you see him, there's like six pictures, five pictures. Right. So you get him where you kind of see his face. You see Storm Shadow. There's a picture of Scarlet, who I totally forgot was in the film. Um, no, no, no I'm talking about in the, the original comic. You see, you see his... <sighs> Because you see him cut up. Pre-accident, you you don't see his face. He has right. the boonie hat. He's always kind of facing away. Like when he faces Scarlet, mm-hmm. he's got a big boonie hat when he's up in the... When they go to recruit him from the cabin in the woods, he's got the same boonie hat. So you right. only see like below his nose. Everything else is there. And yes, we get the one shot in the Unmaskings one after the, the fight on the ferry. Yes. With the second or third Wade Collins or whatever it is. That you see his face, and that's really that's. Oh no, you don't see his face there. You see his face much later. Right. He gets unmasked, and that's that's actually how the final the final guy falls into the Hudson River. He takes the mask off of him, and he sees his face, and he freaks out, and then he yeah. falls into the river. It's it's in the Ninja ones after a hundred. It's like one hundred seven or one hundred eight. You see his face, and that they should have never showed his face because as bad as it is, that shouldn't freak anybody out. I know. Yeah. Because remember, they they take off his mask because then he gets he gets burned again in yes. GI Joe eleven. Where he runs out of the burning mm-hmm. building, um, but even the one where you where you see him with you know his face messed up, it really it's not like it's burned up. You know, it's not yeah, even it's just, as bad. One of the, one of the eyes is Deadpool. a little bit bigger, yeah. and then he, he's got a big scar, and I think he's got a rictus or something. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't bad at all, and, and that was like never show it because once you show it, whatever you imagined it was, I'm like no. But yeah, everybody's basing like him being Caucasian, yeah. off of a single. 
panel. A well, picture. no, you see him. You see him when he's recruited the Joe team. So you see that he's white, right? Every time when he's well, in, yeah, when, so when you, he's you, in, when he's in Vietnam and everything, a... you don't see his face, but you see he's white. And he and I think it's the the panel when he's doing the martial arts exercise with um, Scarlet, and he lets Scarlet win. Yeah, so that she he doesn't want to show her up in front of all the all the other guys. And Scarlet's like this this guy can you she knew as a martial arts instructor herself like. This guy could kill me if he wanted to. Like that's how I mean trained to be a ninja. You see blonde hair when he's in the compound, you see blonde hair there. Right. So yes, he's he's the all American kid when Hama wrote him. But you know, it's also his brother was killed by Cobra Commander and Cobra. That was also know, it's, forty it's, years ago where yeah. you you wanted to have everybody you know, kinda was that. Which yeah. you know, which There's only like four black people on the whole really GI Joe team. People really shouldn't freak out because Larry Hama is an Asian American. Yes, he is. So you have an Asian American writing GI Joe, so why would you get freaked out over an image? And people that are just holding on to an ideal that shouldn't be around anymore. Hey, so guess what? We've been on this for quite a while. Um, Sweet God, it's I know an hour, and we've only been <laughs> so Adult Swim announced that three of their shows. Let's talk about this one, <laughs> huh? It's gonna move it away so it stop talking. Adult Swim announced three of their former shows are going to be getting movies on the HBO Max streaming service. So we're going to get a Venture Brothers. Not team, Ventura Brothers. Not Ventura Brothers. The Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers. Metalocalypse. Metal Octopus. That's <laughs> Metal Octopus, as I said the first time. And Aqua Teen Hunger Force, which Aqua Teen Hunger Force already had a movie. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. And then, but, had, and then had a final season, which I never watched. That's why I say that they should do a pseudo live action Aqua Teen Hunger Force. No. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I do not need Master Shake. Uh, and Meat Wad. <laughs> meat Wad. Uh, I find this. What about Carl? <laughs> oh, what was the thing I saw where they made him look like Carl? <laughs> Gosh darn it. It was like some character or someone. And they just put Carl in place of it, and it was like it was. You realized that that person was acting exactly like Carl. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. I can't remember what it was. I did see someone a while ago that put Carl as the neighbor to Wanda, <laughs> to Wandavision. Yeah, <laughs> nice. How, how different would Wandavision be if Carl instead of Agatha was next door? <laughs> you keep laying gold bricks in my house. <laughs> that show, that that that's the first. <laughs> I remember Venture Brothers came out. I didn't have cable at the time. It's see, Venture I, Brothers could work as a live action. Venture Brothers score is a live action, but it's never going to be as good. That's the thing. No. These are cartoons that need to be cartoons. Mm-hmm. Let let cartoons be cartoons. You can't have um, as much blood and gore and stuff. Uh, and one of the reasons that I started hanging out with Mikey so much was because I would go to his house on Sunday to watch Adult Swim. And we watched Aqua Teen and Sea Lab and Moral Oral. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, there was, a, there was a terrible like mouse one, or was it a whale one, like early. And that was at some point like... Uh, what was that? What was the live action one? Was Eric's big show? Eric, big time, awesome Eric. Tony, Eric and Tony or something? No, like there was the first one. There was uh, Eric's awesome show or something? Yeah, it was Eric's awesome show, I think. Awesome. It was the, first, the first one that started it. So many people loved it. I'm like, this is so bad. It's terrible. But Aqua Teen, <laughs> I remember like the first episode where he gets, he gets an action figure. And it's like really depressed. And so it, it convinces me. Convinces Meatwad to try and kill himself and stuff. So finally, <laughs> that it, sends, it sends him out to like get booze and stuff. So they, 
<laughs> Master Shake throws him off a cliff. And then he just like gets to the cliff like, I feel that can be only one. I am the Highlander. And he just jumps off the cliff. <laughs> and it's so dumb. It laughs so hard. <laughs> so you left it the same thing. There's great. Metalocalypse was perfect as 15 minutes. Yes. There's great, you know. That first one with the, the, the when they do the demon out of the lake in Iceland and they have to play uh, wooden instruments. What are those? I think you know what they are. Grandpa's guitars. Now, see, I want all three of these Gr- movies to cross over. When, when Skrisgard looks at the old man and says, Grandpa's guitars are for pussies. I think you know this. <laughs> it's so good. So the strange the metalocalypse is an odd one to me because when the metalocalypse went from fifteen minutes to thirty minutes, it was terrible. Mm. It's way too long. I don't know how you do a movie with those four characters where you don't shut yourself off. They're great in small doses. Pickles mm. is awesome in small doses. Um, you'd love all the pickles episodes because he, he the band he was in was basically Guns N' Roses. Yeah. <laughs> it was barrel? It was barrels and serpents, or serpents and barrels, There's or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, the venture one is. Is the, the easiest one, but it's also I know it's the most cliche one. Well, too. but the thing, the, the Venture Brothers is one of the smartest things that's ever been on TV. Sure, it's an amazing piece of work. It's hilarious. It's interesting. It's a trope on, on you know it's, it's it tears apart comic book and, and sci fi tropes like crazy and puts them back together in ways that you wouldn't expect. It's a brilliant, brilliant show. They got canceled before they were able to do their last season. The question is, if they're going to try to cram a season into a movie. Or are we going to get more than one movie? Or do they throw all that away and put us into something? Because the end of this last season, there's stuff going on. Mm -hmm. There were storylines that don't wrap up at all. I could see this leading to them doing the last season on HBO Max. I could see doing this as its standalone piece that really connects to nothing. And it's popular enough that they convince HBO Max to give them the series. I also think this might be for the other two as well. Yes, to say like okay, there's this HBO Max has decent new content, but it doesn't have a lot of series content that I'm Correct. thinking of. This is a great well, way to get. Series. It has. I mean, I can't think of a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Put it that. I way. mean, new stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. New, brand new series. Yeah, on HBO Max, we've seen a lot of movies that have gone. To really, it. it's like the Nevers and a couple other things. There's only like a handful. I forgot the Nevers was in there, but yes. So it, the. the this could revive Adult Swim that Cartoon Network doesn't seem to be interested in putting on the way that it used to. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Well, they this really got rid of having revival. Adult Swim. Their Adult Swim now is basically anime. That's what it started. Adult Swim yes. started as anime because it was like, we're just trying to tell people this isn't, you know, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Right. Your kids shouldn't watch this. And then they would show Ghost in the Shell and Neon Genesis yep. and, yeah. and stuff like that. And then they got uh, original programming and stuff and... and uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast. I remember watching that the first time. I'm like, I don't know what this is, but I love it. Yeah, Space Ghost. The one where he goes and he bombs France. Because <laughs> something bad happens to him. He gets a montage. And the montage is completely unflattering and flattering because it's the insect that does it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the hell was that? They call it a montage. That sounds... Yeah, it's French. Oh, get them. He flies to France and starts bombing France. <laughs> Well, then you also had uh, Birdman, Attorney of Law. Uh, Harvey Birdman, Attorney of Law is amazing. <laughs> Some of those mm-hmm. shows, C-Lab 2021, Harvey Birdman, Attorney of Law, Aqua Teen, Hunger Force, Venture Brothers, and Metalocalypse were incredible. 
Just incredible mm-hmm. pieces. I have all of Harvey Birdman on. And then you got. There's these things. There's these discs that you used to be able to put into players. They're called DVDs. I have all those. Steve Carell was on Harvey Birdman. Yes, he was. Um, it's, oh, peanut. That and was then, a, that was a revelation. Got, uh, that when I first saw that at Mikey's, I couldn't laugh. I couldn't stop laughing. Sorry, when Peanut comes in, which is his, his legal aid. Is that your bird? The bird is typing. Can I touch it? <laughs> and then you got, uh, after that, you had uh, a robot chicken in those. Robot chicken, yeah, it's right around there. I think robot chicken suffered from having too many episodes. Yeah. It just got stale after a while. Yeah, um, I can see that. Yeah, Venture Brothers. One of the one of the joys of Venture Brothers because one of, one of the great things with Venture Brothers is Doc and Jackson. Um, I think it is Doc. I think he calls himself Doc Holiday in Jackson Public. I can't remember Doc's last name. They do everything on that show, right? And so it takes forever to do a season. And every time you're like, "Where's the next season? Where's the next season?" Where's... And then you get the next season. You go, "God, that was worth waiting for." <laughs> it really was. They, the third season is the oddest season until you start watching all the seasons together. And you realize what the third season is. The third season is a reboot. Because in the second season and the third season, the flashbacks in the third season completely contradict the flashbacks in the second season. And mm-hmm. it starts with a, 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 an episode that starts out of order that you're mm-hmm. supposed to pay attention to. The fact uh, um, Hank has an Action Comics number one that ends up getting destroyed. And so he gets it, it's pristine, and then the next thing it's completely destroyed. And the next time it's, it's, it looks pretty good, and you realize that it's all told out of order. It's a total comic trope. And then the whole season, once you watch it, is a complete reboot of what happened in season two and season one in terms of what they told you where all these characters were. Mm. And you find out all these characters are actually connected. It's hilarious. And there's great. The, the best one is the, the like, guess who's coming to dinner one where they <laughs> where Hank and Dean go out with, uh, is it Trina? It's Dr. Orpheus's daughter and her friend. And they end up. Uh, they find out that Phantom Limb's going to go kill them. At the at the Brock goes after him. Oh, he runs out of the compound naked. <laughs> when he gets, he, he, uh, Hank gets like water on his on his pants. Yeah, I wonder but, if this will lead to some other things like Boondocks getting made into a, a, its own movie. I don't know if we're ever going to get anything from Boondocks with what happened with season four because Aaron Cooter is pissed. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Aaron Cooter is the creator of Boondocks and not Aaron Cooter. God, I keep getting the name wrong. But since it won't be it tied matter. to Cartoon Network. The same company is doing. I mean, that's the thing. Well, it's no, dated, it's more HBO Max now. Than they, but still, season four was made without its creator's consent. Sure. He found out about it the day that they posted a picture of the outline of Huey with a date on it. And everybody went to his Twitter and like, what is this? Cool. This is awesome. When you come back, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. That season four is, I mean, that season four is offensive. It's so bad. Yeah. And it's completely, they, they get the Uncle Ruckus character completely wrong. Mm. It's, oh, it, I hate that season. That season does not exist in my mind at all. Get to the third season. Just watch the Dodgeball episode. That Dodgeball episode in the first season is so good. So we were talking about Disney Plus getting the so uh, yay for yay for adults yes <laughs> so we're, we're talking about disney plus getting the spider-man stuff starting in june but they're also we have corella coming out in two weeks it's a memorial weekend right yeah on in a theater and disney plus premium. premium and it's not her fault july we get black widow in the theater 
and premiere. Disney Plus prime, premiere the same day, mm-hmm. July 9th. Now we are getting Jungle Cruise premiering in July the theater 30th. July 30th and on Disney Plus Premium the same day. Yeah. So they're going to have three premium movies or three movies on their premiere within two, three months, two and a half months. Makes sense. I mean, for a model that they said they, they were not necessarily going with after Mulan. Right. Definitely something that looks like it's where they're headed toward. Well, Well, Jungle Cruise will end up being the fifth movie because there were two animated, right? There was soul and soul was, wasn't premiere though. It it came with the soul. They dropped soul at the beginning of the pandemic because it got cut. Remember? No, that was the, uh, Oh no. That was the onward. Onward, Onward, yeah. Yeah, that's Soul came out on Christmas Day. That's right. But it was premiere, too. No, it wasn't. No, No, it wasn't. There there was an animated one that was premiere. It wasn't Soul. Soul was was never a premiere. Raya. Raya was premiere. Raya. Raya, Raya, yes. Okay, yes. Raya was the... So there's there's four. It's Mm -hmm. Milan, Raya. Because Shang-Chi, they've already said, will not be on Disney Disney premiere. Or Disney Plus premiere. Mm. It will be in theaters for 45 days. Well, that's and also then it will go to Disney Plus. Shang-Chi is what? Towards the end of September? September 5th or something. So I think they're they're banking on the fact that, you know, everybody's going to be, or majority of people are going to be vaccinated. Everybody's ready to go out to the movie theaters again. People are going to movie theaters now. But also, I know they are now. But this, this move is the fact people. that, yeah, where, wherever you're going to be. And it's also, I think, to try and see how many people... This is the test. You figured out how many people would pay for Mulan. You figured out how many. Mm-hmm. What didn't seem to be as big as they thought it was. You saw how many people would pay for Raya. Jungle this Cruise. Is, and- this is Black Widow is the test. Mm-hmm. Who's going to go to a theater? Who's going to stay home and pay $30 for it? Right. What that film does in a theater can change the course of Disney's future. Because if it's huge, then maybe they just do away with the premium day and date. But something the forty five days like Shang Chi, they're like, okay, we're gonna give forty five days of Black Widow, then we're gonna have premiere for forty five days. If you want to see it again, you want to see it at home, you want to get your friends together, you want the family, you want to see it. Here it is, and then the ninety day window that used to be the kind of normal window, Mm -hmm. that would still technically be in place. People would still have to pay for it for ninety days. Because remember, Mulan was premiere for about forty five days, and then went to just being. On the yes. channel, and one of the regular. mistakes they made was telling I think, yeah, that was how the, long it was. That was, that was I think it was, it was like three months. Before. Yeah, it was because it was, it was it, September. It was like mid September when it came out. It was December, and then it was like first week of December that so it was. So it was about, so about four about forty five days. Yeah, so no, it was, maybe a little bit more. It was ninety days. Yeah, it was ninety about days before it dropped, or somewhere around there. It came out on DVD before it became free on Disney Plus. That's right, it did. Or it was like. Yeah, that came like out. A, that came out in November. Before, yeah, it was like yeah. a week or two before it came out on Disney Plus. But that's the it was on DVD. This is the test to see with a big movie like Black Widow and a movie like Jungle Cruise that people know were coming. How much are you going to make in a box office? Right. How much are you going to make at home? Is it is the hybrid model working? Because you're going to make more from the home than you're going to out of a box office. But you also have to acquiesce to the idea that. Movie theaters probably still need to exist. Didn't so, they say that Cruella was a... Didn't, if I remember correctly, when Disney Plus was first launching, 
and they you know they had all these things that were coming to it. I could have swore Cruella was supposed to be because it's coming out when it was supposed to, but I thought it was only supposed to be on Disney Plus. It was going to be a Disney Plus movie. Yeah, but when it first happened with Disney Plus, they didn't think there'd be no movies. That's for a true. Year and That's a very true. And again, this is an experiment. It could yeah. have been made for Disney Plus. They said, put it in a theater and see how many people go see it. Right. Yeah. How many people are going to go see a movie when you can see it at home? When you're paying 10 bucks, 12 bucks, 15 bucks per person, mm-hmm. depending on where you live, versus 30 bucks to watch it and keep. No, it's, is it 30 bucks of viewing? Yes. $30, no, thirty yeah. bucks, and you get it for like twenty four hours. I think. No, okay. it's longer than that. Is it, is it? for forty eight yeah. hours? Maybe. Because um, I know like, but Amazon remember. is forty eight hours when you rent a movie on their service. No, I yeah, think no, 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 no. Bucks. You got it. You got it for. You bought it on Premiere. You had it until they took it off to put it onto the other. I'm pretty sure it was longer than. No. Yeah. The test, you know, we've seen with with uh, Godzilla versus Kong. You know, we did what eighty-one million or something. You know, maybe a little bit more than that at the, and it was available on HBO Max and in the theater. Day day. You know, Mortal Kombat's the same thing. Mortal Kombat. You know, those didn't do. You know, they didn't do big numbers because you know they didn't do King of Monsters numbers. They're still hesitant on. People are still hesitant about sitting in a movie theater. But I feel like going out towards, you know, towards July or like when Shang-Chi comes out, you're going to get a lot more people that will be more comfortable sitting in a movie theater. Domestic gross for Godzilla vs. Kong is $93.5 million. Worldwide gross is 423.3, basically. Mm. But that's also because China's been open for theaters and everything. Yeah, Yeah. but still, again, they're not only talking about North America. You're never... Going to be like, hey, we're just worried about North American theaters, right? Um, well, at this point, they're going to have twenty-three million dollars worldwide. It's not terrible. They're going to have to worry about the worldwide market just to make you know ends meet on their movie costs, basically. But that that's been years. Yeah, you know, outside of Marvel films, well, I mean, there's you, a lot of movies that don't make their money back in yeah. North America in terms of the production cost. And even then, you know. some Marvel films you're getting pretty close. <laughs> well, no, and, and and I get that, but I I think now more than ever they they're kind of banking on that and the foreign markets, which are now more important than ever. <laughs> but a radioactive man and a Fallout boy, you took advantage <laughs> of him. Yeah. Well, I was trying to find out what, what the production cost for Jungle Cruise was. I don't see anything yet. Probably too. It's much. probably like. Three, three to four hundred. I would assume. So, domestic for Godzilla King of Monsters was one hundred and ten point five. So it's seventeen million under. Mm. Worldwide was only three eighty six six. Wow! So it made almost fifty million dollars worldwide more than Godzilla King of Monsters. Also, didn't have a lot of competition, and the whole world is desperate to go to theaters. Mm-hmm. But also the fact that I think when it's out, um. Or when it was out, the uh, like, oh my god, let me try. Let me try words. United Kingdom, I think, was locked down. Mm-hmm. I think like France was locked down. Oh yeah, you saw a huge. You know what's going on in India is amazing in, in a terrible way. You know the, mm-hmm. the, the 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 pandemic there has exploded. Yeah. 
So it's not like we're getting away from it worldwide, and yet it still made a decent amount of money worldwide. Also, the numbers that you're giving, too, are theater numbers anyway. You don't know how much... Yeah, but that's you know, what I'm like, saying. Those I know numbers, for, like, Godzilla, they're not doing Those numbers tell me that it's worth still putting stuff out right. in the theater. We're going to see with Black Widow. If Black Widow still makes $800 million and people are buying it, again, it doesn't matter how many people buy it for 30 bucks at home. You're still making your money in the theater. Yeah. That model will work. But the caveat that you have to understand as an analyst is nobody's seen a Marvel film in almost two years. Yeah. So you have people that are desperate to get actually more than two years, right? Uh, no. Cause, it's about two years. Yeah, it's July for no far, no way home, far from home. Black Widow is estimated more than $200 million to for the budget. Every Marvel film is $200 million, million minimum. Yeah. They can make a Marvel film about freaking stilt man just sitting in a cafe and it's 220 million dollars yeah look at the budget for like endgame so yeah i mean if this thing if this thing comes in and does even like 300 million dollars that's a you know that's a hit right well you gotta for for now for something like black widow you gotta factor in not only the theater numbers but how much they're making on premiere too because that all comes together right you know if you're making enough in the theater then there's no reason not to do the premiere because you're not keeping anybody away you can, you can, you can even if you're making a decent number in the premiere, you can negotiate with theater chains to actually give them percentage points back mm. and say we'll let you guys make a little bit more money, just don't sue us for putting this on Disney right. Plus for thirty bucks the same day, yeah, because you're still for big movies. The what it's going to hurt is smaller movies, yeah, and that'll be the thing. Like you're going to see prestige pictures and smaller films and period pieces. They're not getting. They're not getting a theater. Well, look at Tenet. Mm-hmm. Tenet is just a terrible movie. According, they to may do a theater release just so they can go for Oscars. But that's what it is. That's they have to. What it'll they, be. I mean, that's yeah. what Roma did. But what I'm saying is, if Disney It'd makes be like a two week release, right? Or but if Disney like makes a film that they would normally release in theater, say they make a kids live action film, mm-hmm. you know, Jack Super Spy of the World, they put it in the theater, but Sounds they terrible. really make that film because. Even five years ago, they made that film to put it on Disney, to sell DVDs to people who don't have cable. That film now is made because we want to put it on Disney+. Plus. There's no point in releasing it because the, the money you're going to spend to release it and put the commercials on Monday Night Football or whatever to be like, take your kids to see Jack Super Spy of the World. F that. We're just going to put it on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And with what we talked about last week with Loki, where we're, we're trying to train people to go to Disney+, Plus every day, click, what is new today? Oh, Jack Super Spy of the World. I bet my little snot-nosed kid's going to watch that. <laughs> click, here you go. Watch, you know, Freddie Prinze Jr. play him or whatever. Not Freddie Prinze Jr. <laughs> who, was, who was Malcolm in the Middle? I can't remember his name. Uh, none of Frankie us Muniz. Frankie Muniz. Remember he was in that spy movie? With Hillary Cody. Duff. It was with Cody Hillary. Banks. Oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. Hillary Duff was in that movie. Oh, they did two Duff. of them. Yes, they did. I don't think she's in the second one. Though. I don't think she's in the second one. I, don't, I shouldn't know. I don't that. know if Frankie Muniz is in the second one. <laughs> I don't think Frankie Muniz is in anything. Um, what happened to that kid? But he, you know, he I know he races cars now. He's a like an indie car racer. Really? Professionally, yep. Uh, but, I know he was big in the cars. But see, remember, they put Artemis Fowl on Disney Plus instead of putting it in the theater. Yeah. Because 
you know, granted because of the pandemic. And that wasn't like a premiere one. It was just released. Yeah, because at the time. But you also knew you're not going to get people to buy that one very much. It's also, if that went to the theater, it would be lucky if it made its money back. But remember, we said even at the time, part of it was also, you're not going to wait to release that film because you're already too backlogged. Right. I mean, look what's happening with Marvel. We're going to get 40 Marvel projects in three months. Well, look at, look at, just look at July. You're getting Black Widow at the beginning of the month. You're getting, you know, a Disney, another Disney movie, Jungle Cruise at the end of the month. Yep. Jungle Cruise. And then shortly after that, you get another Marvel movie. So you get Shang-Chi, you know, the beginning of September. It's amazing. Frankie Muniz comes up when, as soon as you put in Frankie, that's the first one. Um. Yeah, just streaming services are changing a lot now. I think once you see where, for example, a movie like Black Widow goes out in the theater and Disney Plus at the same Holy time. crap, yes. And Disney Plus is making $300 million versus the theater making $100 million. That's when you're going to start seeing the shift where they're going to be like, well, we're making more money on the streaming service. But the other thing is the streaming service just announced that for the first quarter of 2021, they're now at 103.6 million. I think it switched. 106.3 million subscribers. Yeah. 106.3 million subscribers. You know, they they had to change their projection for 2024 or something that was what supposed was it, to be 2020 like... 2020 was supposed to be like 36 million subscribers? Is well, they said that they were going to hit 200 million by 2025 or 2026 yeah. or something. Now they've changed that to be 250 million. Even yeah. though that may be under-projecting still. Yeah, granted, that you know, Forbes is saying they're slowing down with subscriptions. Netflix slowed lay down. They only I got think subscriptions are slowing more. down once people are starting to get back to work and they're not going to be able to spend all their time watching all the Which is product. another reason to strange up your programming and not just put things on Friday nights. Yeah. Or... Why are you stranging up your programming? Changing up your programming. And also having these movies come either... The same day as theater or 45 days later. Here's a reason why Netflix picked this year to be 52 new projects in 52 weeks. Sure. To try and keep subscribers to it. I, I think we said it when, when Disney Plus was coming and then we're like Paramount Plus and HBO Plus and Atlantic mm-hmm. Pacific Plus. Sony may end up looking Plus. like the so smartest what, production company. Um, to have your thing is not going to be about getting, I think in the next year or two, your thing's not going to be about getting new subscribers. It's about not losing the ones you have. Sure, because it's about you're content. Trying, you're trying to keep up. It's always about content. It's always been about content. Mm-hmm. That's why Netflix started it. Netflix saw the writing on the wall years ago. Mm-hmm. They we got to start making original content because we can't rely on Universal to give us friends every single year and then take for a away. couple of million dollars, knowing even five, six years ago, someone at Universal is going to figure out how to do this. Part of the reason that we talked about the Disney merger with Fox being so important or the acquisition of Fox and Bob Iger said it. It's the technology that Fox already had that mm-hmm. they wanted. Mm-hmm. They wanted the satellites. They wanted the apps. They wanted the, the, the Fox Sports Go app or whatever for regional stuff was something that Disney never had. Yeah. You know, they didn't get the, the, the original, but they figured out how to do apps and all these sort of things. Part of it was that technology and catching up to other people that had already started doing it and getting to the point where they were a major service before peacock and paramount plus and hbo max and everything like to beat them to the punch take the content that is by far the most popular content as a whole between the the classic disney stuff and marvel and star wars and the other stuff they put together right there that you have a library that people are going to consume over and over again 
we haven't even touched that library as much as we've scrolled through it and go, I can't believe this is on here. But yeah. How much stuff is... My list is insane. But there's I haven't just, watched there's any just of it. so but... much stuff, and there's so much material out there now. You know, you were just talking about the, the Fox app, which is now, you know, the Fox Sports is now switching over to being Bally's. Yeah. Because, you know, of the Disney merger and what, excuse me, what Disney ended up acquiring out of that Fox local market. Well, what they couldn't acquire. Or what they, they couldn't acquire. They weren't allowed to left. acquire it, and Fox still wanted to sell it, so they yeah. sold it to Bally. Yeah. So we now have Valley Sports. It's, it's, based, it's the same air terms. It's the same thing. The, the difference is, is you get you know odds on the bottom. Yeah. And the way they run their ticker is really weird to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have to ticker with this the score box and stuff, but whatever. It's it's the same thing. It's just a different name. You know, again, yeah. it used to be Fox Sports West and Fox Sports West Two, and then it became Fox Sports Fox Sports West and Fox Sports Prime Ticket, and then we have we have two Time Warner ones, one dedicated to the Dodgers and one dedicated to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. For a, a number of years, the Lakers one not a good idea. This year, not a good idea. They suck. The Dodgers, you're like, hey, we're not going to be on DirecTV. <laughs> 30%, so like 45% of all cable TV subscribers in the L.A. area couldn't get Dodgers games. Um, good job, Time Warner. Uh, but those types of things, it, it's all about this. It's going to be trying to get people to keep streaming. Um, the NHL just made a TV deal, and one of the most important things of the TV deal with ESPN is that what used to be NHL.TV, which was a paid service in which you got every single game that wasn't in your local market because it's on your local TV, is completely replaced by ESPN+. Plus. Every single game in the NHL that's not carried on the national TNT broadcast, because TNT also has the other one. They just signed a bigger deal with TNT. The deal with TNT is actually smaller. Is it smaller? It's smaller. Did um, they sign one with USA too? No. USA is uh, NBC. They start oh they started to do one then with uh, USA but then they, they went, went to, to the they TNT, went to NBC they saw the money so first off is the NHL decided to split its package into two mm-hmm. much like the NFL does NBC didn't want to be a part of two different packages and they didn't want to spend the money right ESPN bought part of it TNT bought part of it TNT's deal includes the Winter Classic right so that'll be where the Winter Classic is they get. One of the conference rounds, just like with baseball, Fox gets a conference round and ESPN gets a conference round when you get to the, the division championships. So Fox gets the American League and ESPN gets the National mm-hmm. League, whatever. Same thing here, TNT will go on. But ESPN will have ABC, ESPN. I mean, it's going to be on the Ocho. They're not putting that on ESPN 1 or 2 because it's just basketball all the time during those seasons. But the big thing for me is I already get ESPN+. Plus. So instead of paying $125 for NHL.TV, I can watch every Avs game that's not national on my TV in the bundle that's costing me thirteen ninety nine. Yeah. Thanks to Disney. Thanks to Disney. And, you know, people are like, but you get commercials. You, you're always going to get commercials with sports programming. There's no way around it. It's not, yes, I, I watch commercials for Hulu. I don't care. Mm-hmm. The difference is like five or six bucks if I bought Hulu and ESPN, or no, I think it's more than that. If I buy Hulu and ESPN Plus. Hulu without commercials is eleven ninety nine. With commercials, it's four ninety nine or yes. $5.99. So I got 12 bucks is what I'm almost what I'm paying for all three, and that's what I'd be mm-hmm. paying for Hulu alone without commercials, and I don't watch Hulu enough to really worry about it. Yeah, um, but that deal, that, that deal... I think it's six bucks because they just sent me something to hey add Hulu to your Disney Plus bundle for six dollars extra a month or something. Well, like that. Disney so, Plus also just went up too. Yeah, yeah, it went up by like a buck or two. Or yeah, something like that. I think it's thirteen ninety nine for the bundle instead of twelve ninety nine, or thirteen ninety nine instead of eleven ninety nine. Anyway, mm-hmm. my point is is that the, that kind of services, that cord cutting service, is super important. 
You have almost every, not everybody. You have a lot of people cutting cords. We cut ours. You, cut, you guys cut ago. yours. And, and, and we are forced we knew, to, but still. We knew it was going to be big when you had Hulu Live, which you could get your local channels and, and a bunch of the, the cable channels went up by 150% in one year. Mm-hmm. You know what's amazing, though, is after we cut the cord. Or went up 50%. It was 150% of what it was. We realized how little we actually watched on DirecTV. You don't watch a lot of stuff on DirecTV. The problem that I have with DirecTV is the two channels that I want on DirecTV are not available streaming, and that's the NHL Network and the MLB Network. Yeah. Those are the two things I watch all the time. I can get Bally, so I can watch the local sports. I don't need NBC after the end of this year. I don't need NBC Sports, so I I don't need that. Um, I'll end up watching local TV. But other than that, there's nothing on cable I go out of my way to watch because it's all available streaming. Mm-hmm. I'll sit there and flip channels. That's the one difference is like, you know, your DirecTV app obviously has limited channels on it. Right. There's not as much to flip through and find that odd film here or there. But that's not necessarily finding myself more and more trying to make sure that if I'm just sitting there going, click, click, nope, put it down, pick up something to read. You mm-hmm. know, or, or figure like you, you you're, haven't watched the second episode of, uh, of uh, Pacific Rim on Netflix. Put that on. Hey, speaking of Netflix and cartoons. Jesus Christ, we're not done. No. Masters of the Universe. Was, Masters of the Universe. Which is Masters of the Universe Revolutions. I Re- have the power. Revelations. That's the final, it's the final what's chapter. The, what's of the, the book of coming the out? It's Masters of the Universe Revelations, right? That's the origin book, yes. Okay, well, this one is, it, this is supposed to be Masters of the Universe Revelations. I think the book ties into it. The book ties into it. I don't think that's this the name is, of the this series. This is the Kevin Smith series that the continues series the 80s cartoon stuff, but in the style that's more of the early 2000s look. We I, also got uh, the look at the first. That's true. What? I don't think it's an actual. I thought it was a reboot. No. He, sa- he says it's a continuation of the 80s cartoon. Um, but we also got six, the look of the six figures that are coming out mm-hmm. with the movie. We got Moss Man, He Man, uh, Skeletor, Tila? No, Evelyn. And then there was two others that were more exclusive that are, you know, we haven't really seen yet. Uh, Battlecat's one of them. You know, and Battlecat has like, these, I mean, these figures are like, they're seven inches tall and they have 30 points of articulation. I just wish they would have gone down one inch and made them the same size as the GI as everything else that we clicked. Yeah. You know. That's the problem I'm having with like the McFarlane stuff with the DC that he's got. Is it's so out of scale with everything that. else I own. I can't. I'm so, oh, they revealed the Doctor Fate from Injustice yep. Two. Yeah, gorgeous, absolutely yep. gorgeous, beautiful, seven freaking inches. And I get it. McFarlane has always been more about like you buy your toy to put on the shelf and you're going to barely move it. I mean, those Spawn figures after the first series were worthless in mm-hmm. terms of articulation. Out of scale pisses me off. Yeah. There's only two of those I bought. I bought the Hell Armor for Batman because mm-hmm. it's supposed to be bigger anyway. And I bought the um, the Death Metal Batman where he's playing the guitar because yeah. I'm never going to take that out. Yeah. I was like, that, that went right up on the wall. Cause it's a great looking figure, but I'm never going to Well, I mean, the He-Man ones you can get away with because, you know, they're supposed to be bigger. But, you know, it'd, it'd be nice if the women or something were, you know, more to scale to the other ones. So that way you could mix and match. Proportional-wise, it's never going to look right anyway. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. I, no, I get it. I mean, if, if look... 
getting away from three and three quarter is always the thing that just laments me because like ugh, I wish everything was still three and three quarter. I, I, six inches, great. It's so and amazing though when you look at three and three quarter, how much smaller it is, and you're looking going, yeah, it's it's oh, it's amazing God. to think of how much smaller it is and the fact that it's more expensive to produce. Yeah. Um, those tiny parts got to be put together it's by so somebody. And child myself, labor is really expensive now. I find myself being very delicate with my three and three quarters. Now. Well, it's also because the cheap the the plastic for any three and three quarters is so cheap too. Uh, those uh, joints are so much thinner too. They the three and three quarters stuff. I mean, I miss that Marvel Legends line. I mean, you also get so much more figures. We've talked about it in terms of the amount of figures that you got in the heyday of the Clone Wars from Hasbro. Yes. Between the Clone Wars and stuff that they were redoing from the earlier entertainments was incredible in terms of its variety. We're never going to see that in six inch. There just isn't enough time to get all those figures out. Now as you, big you, as that line is, but also that line has one, two, three, four, the 45 different Dope Boba Fetts and 130, 36 Chewbacca's, maybe 37, something like that. Something like that. The the Boba Fett was a three hundredth figure. The hundredth was Darth Vader in the. Remember, it came in the cube like it was supposed to be his. Yeah, for meditation. the original line. Yes, yeah. um, um, but when you have five hundred figures, and then you remember that there was only ninety four, ninety three. Was it ninety three? Yeah, it was the original ninety three. How many rows were there? Because it was even, wasn't it? No, there was. It was ninety three. Interesting. I thought it was ninety four back, or maybe it was ninety six. I was a 94 back. Original 90, is 93 or 96. Um, you've never been a really big Masters of the Universe fan, though. I was a huge Masters of the Universe fan when I was a kid. Really? Um, uh, well, part of it was the fact that my mom loved buying those figures. Yeah. Because she felt like you got more value for them because mm-hmm. they were bigger. And that was actually part of the reason that they did it. We, not understanding the differences in articulation, you know, to play with a G.I. Joe figure that, again, limited articulation based on what we have now, but in the 80s. Still, far yeah. beyond anything that was out there. And then to play with He-Man that had the five POA and you know you turn the waist and it would hit or whatever. But after that original run, not really. I mean, I, I never kept up with it. I wish I had bought all the figures that came out in the early 2000s when I worked at Target that are now worth hundreds of dollars mm-hmm. a piece. Mm-hmm. I looked at all those. And back then, I was just like, nope, I'm sticking with, you know, buying G.I. Joe or, or buying Star Wars or whatever, and I'm not going to get... Man, I 96. Was, yeah, I was going to say it was 96. Oh, I said 94. You said 94. 96, I think. You, I think 96 does evenly in terms of the rows. Anyway, um, I, still, I still remember having like three of the battle bones because every time it would break, mom would buy another one because she loved that thing. She thought it was so cool. I was like, well, it's just, it's, it's really practical. You can carry all your figures wherever you mm. go and everything. I'm like, okay, mom. <laughs> um, I had the castle. I had Skull Mountain, Doom Mountain, Mountain Doom the hell was uh snake mountain snake mountain so they just released a book about it through work and it's all the masters of the universe toys yeah the original line is the smallest section in the entire book sure and I can it's see amazing that. because there was so much you forget there's a ton of diversity in it and yet wait does he come with that no he doesn't no okay yeah man that's awesome um we're looking at thing. toys uh but um Oh, my God. The original line was so yeah, small. Yeah, so the, the, the original line is the smallest part of the book. Yeah. But it has mm. pictures of everything, including the 2000s line. It's, just, oh, mm. it's insane. Like, I got it, and I was like, this is so cool. It's so funny. I had to go to Mattel not too long ago because I had to work on their uh, recording board, right, for their voiceovers. And you go in there. They've got – well, first, when you walk in, they have this giant uh, – you know, the, the orange track for Matchbox cars, they have this giant... Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Make sure you get that right. Yeah, Hot Wheels. They have this giant track <laughs> that has... Hello, we're from Mattel. You got it wrong. 
they have this they have this giant track with the big oval. Yeah. That, I mean, it's like it has to be like at least thirty feet tall, tall mm-hmm. right? And it's weird is because you know, so it's not the one you built in the backyard. No, but you know, <laughs> you, you start, you're, I'm still walking through, and you know, you see all this stuff. You know, you know, we see all the Mattel booth at Comic Con. Yeah. all these stuff that they bring down. I think they have a giant. Fully articulated Undertaker action figure. Yeah, sitting somewhere in the Mattel office. They got they got all the Masters of the Universe figures there in one cabinet. You know, all of the all of the Jurassic Park dinosaurs mm-hmm. in another cabinet. I'm just walking by, going, oh, "Damn, why did they get job with Jurassic Park?" Uh, but it was just cool, you know. But it's amazing how they how how successful that Masters of the Universe original line was and how quickly it crashed how rick, quickly it crashed but how cheaply they did it mm-hmm. because the, remember the, almost every there there was like two or three there's torsos like four, four torsos yeah something like that and then the heads were different not counting I mean, the girls or counting not, the not girls. counting the girls not counting ram man Right, you know, or or Snicknor or whatever. There was like four major molds they, they used over and over. Again. Yeah, they just reused sort of the same molds over. It was, yeah. they just smart, it it was the smartest thing no, that, that, company's ever done. The toys that made us the He Man Master Universe episode is the best one yeah. Yeah. because the, the people who made it were so colorful, and it was and, and they, they hate each other. They all hate each other. <laughs> uh, everybody takes credit for the same thing, but also as a kid, you don't really realize what happens to these lines. And they talked about the fact that they were making what four or $500 million a year yeah. mm-hmm. on those toys. And the next year was like 30 million. Yeah. It fell apart. And that big, and it Quit. mentions it in that, that the, the book, the attorney's the playset. Yeah. And there's kind of a throwaway line in the description of it where it says like, this is a toy that killed the masters of the universe line. It was too big. It was too expensive. It didn't do what it was supposed to do. It should have released, you know, another Snake mm-hmm. Mountain sort of thing. And, you know, they 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 got a good size with you know, even as me. I never had big, huge stuff when I was a kid. I had Grayskull. I had Snake Mountain. I had the Hordak playset. I had the big pieces from it because they were still cheap. Yeah, in yeah. terms relatively, you know, and and they weren't cheaply made. And there was a lot to do. I, I played the hell out of that Grayskull thing. I remember the backyard on the right hand side is the tall tree in the house. The mm-hmm. one you and I are there were that one day when we cut it, cut yeah. that branch off. That was the sky tree. Mm-hmm. I used that. My friend Adrian used to climb into the tree, and I would throw him (laughs) figures, and he would put them up there, and that was the sky tree. Nice. And I always had the one thing I never had. I never had the the Talon Fighter with the extra piece that put on there. It's weird. Like they were base pieces of some of these big lines that everybody else had, and I never had them. Mm -hmm. And that was one of them. Well, look at Cringer or Battle Cat. You know, it was just. From what was it, Big John? It was Big Jim. Big Jim's. Big Jim. And they were green. Because Put a helmet need, on it. They needed <laughs> something. They needed something to go with this He Man, and it happened to be it was just the, first, the, it was the right scale. That, part. Yeah, that and Panther were the first two mm-hmm. vehicles or whatever it was. Well, Panther is just it's just, it's just uh, they flocked it. Yeah, yeah they flocked. Lost it. Man was the same thing. They just put flocks on. Flocks yeah, on and then yeah, yeah they, the the innovation of it was so many of the weirds just had different stuff. You know, they had the the, the elephant dude that would shoot the face squirter Manny squirter faces. or. Yeah. Cool. There were a few because the Manny faces was different. The body was different because it was one yeah. big piece. You had to change him. So was uh, uh, I almost said Perceptor, but no. Uh, Perceptor had the same arms. Perceptor, but his, his per- body, the interior of his body would have been different. Because but it's you not had Perceptor. To have that Perceptor is a, a, a is an Autobot. He oh yeah, Mechanic. Yes, I loved Mechanic. I lo- yeah. Mechanic was the most. Homoerotic toy you could have as a kid in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I keep playing with this? It just keeps getting... Turning his neck, his neck goes up, up, and then it goes... <laughs> neck goes up, neck goes down. Neck goes up, neck goes down. And then later, when you hit puberty, you're like, oh! <laughs> okay, I get it now. Now we know And then you look all of them, and you're like, oh, man. Yeah. 
Boy, I was gainy. He's <laughs> <laughs> between when G.I. Joe got super colorful and Masters of the Universe. That's why we're the generation that started being tolerant of, of different cultures. Right. Different um, different are you excited for the, for the Smith cartoon? Uh, not as excited as he is, but the yes. voice casting is amazing. The voice casting is amazing. Kevin Smith will do a quality product with stuff he loves as long as it doesn't have to do with pot. Yes, if he, if he can't, he can't have He Man smoke pot. He said this is the one, so the first this, thing he's done that's not R rated. He also said this is the one thing that he's always wanted to do. Yes, he is a giant. You know, his his life was like Batman and He Man Masters Universe. Yes, this was I think his favorite toy mm. line for it. So. No, I'm excited to see what it is. There's new toys that are coming that look kind of cool. There's a revival of the old toys. Yep. That actually is still in Target because I guess scalpers don't want them. Bots don't get them. You What's can so get funny Battle is Cat and, and when we went Panther to or whatever. Yeah, when we went to Frankenstein's, they had some of these like Ninja and some of these that are in the store, but they were selling for like twice the price. Yeah, because if you're there, it's a captive audience. It's the same thing as yeah. when you go to Comic-Con. All of Comic-Con's prices are 30 to 40% more than they are in any other any other show because there's more people. Yeah. It's much easier. It's a law of statistics. If you have 100,000 people, someone's going to overpay for something because they don't know the actual price. But you even it. get the, you know, the I always tell con. everybody, when they go to a con, know your prices. Right. Know your prices. No. You know what you're going to pay for. You know what you're not. But, I just bought a bunch of Joes in a claim sale because, man, they were undervalued. But you're well, able, but you're able to find of of all the things that you you know that are in the toy aisle right now, you can find Masters of the Universe uh, probably the biggest selection next to Marvel. With the no, Marvel, not legends. even Marvel. It's probably um, McFarlane's DC has a good one. Yeah, Marvel. Marvel has figures on it. It's all Peter B. Parker right now. Yeah, it's, it's Peter B. Parker and the Aquafina figure from from Shang Chi. Uh, that's it. Nothing else is on. Those. But you can still find the Prince Adam that comes with that battle tank. Mm-hmm. That you know the the front end of it comes off in Sky Car. Mm-hmm. Um, battle Cat Panther. They're also doing the the Mega Blocks line that was doing Halo. Uh huh. Was also doing. Remember they had those ones where it was it was they like did a Masters of Universe. They yeah. did a few Masters of Universe is now a line yes. inside of that, and they have these like skulls that you're, things that you they're also doing up. a miniature line too. So I mean, there's a whole lot coming. But remember, we were originally supposed to be getting a movie that was supposed to be coming out. Supposedly and, it's still coming. Yeah, it's supposedly still coming, but it was supposed to start filming, but you know the the mm-hmm. pandemic slowed it down. Um, Not the only thing that slowed down. That's true. Um, but there were supposed to be two cartoons, one of which was the Smith one, which is coming out in July. Which they're doing five episodes in July, and then there's five episodes coming out later in the year, when the, I guess the rest of the toys come out. So we're getting new content, in Masters of the Universe, which is cool. Um, I'm excited for it because especially I the the 2000s Masters of the Universe when they reimagined it and they did you know a completely different look. I mean, the one thing that lets me makes me less excited about it's the continuation mm-hmm. of the. Of yeah, the original, original, yeah. Unless they, because I, mean, I know, I remember when G.I. Joe Resolute came out, the 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 web series, and they're like, it's sort of supposed to be based on the cartoon, yeah. but it's totally not because the first thing you have is Major Blood hanging from a freaking flagpole, dead. Like, oh, this, this is different. But uh, this one, I mean, it looks different. I mean, Mark Hamill's doing the voice of Skeletor. They have the original voice of Skeletor in there, but not doing the voice of Skeletor, which is cool. I'll uh, get you next time, He-Man. Yeah, I wonder if you can trace it back to that. <laughs> Remember how big Skeletor became as a meme? Yeah. And he was in like a bunch of commercials and yep. stuff. And that's where you're like, we should do that. <laughs> we should make this a thing again. <laughs> the world is ready for more Skeletor. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I think it's going to be interesting. We also have um, 
Camp Cretaceous coming out the, in this week or next? No, the 21st. Yes. Right now. I need it. I need it. I need it. Speaking, so speaking of Jurassic Park, good. did you see that Jurassic no, 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 World uh, Domination no, 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 no. did not really shut Dominion. down production? Dominion. Dominion. Yes. Did not shut down production during the pandemic. They sure as hell slowed it, but... They slowed it, but they didn't stop. They were, they were talking about it. How, there was something that came out in either Empire or Variety or Entertainment Weekly or one of those that they were talking about it, that they really never stopped filming. They were one of the only productions that, you know, continued through the pandemic. You know, they took precautions and everything, but they continued yeah. working. Or also one that shoots a lot of plates that just has CG characters. On right. Yeah. So it's not the, the worst thing in the world. So are you excited for the new He-Man? Yeah. Ethan, were you ever really into He-Man? I was never really a big fan of He-Man. It came out later than for you. Yeah. The only thing I remember is, uh, like, one of my friends gave me the, the light-up sword. Yeah. And I had that, but I've never had You were more of a She-Ra fan, weren't you? Oh, yeah. You were more of the Beauty and the Beast fan. Hey, the, the She-Ra that was on Netflix was amazing. Yes. And she that was Speaking on Speaking of things on my list that I need to watch, <laughs> Netflix has the longest list of things of... That I need to watch, and I just haven't gone through that list. So before we go, I want to do an experiment here. I'm going to show you somebody. This is someone who is well-known. You may have seen If you know who it is, don't say. I recognize him. I don't know his name. Yeah, I recognize him, but no. You recognize him, but you don't know his name. Right. Yeah. That is Seth Rogen. Uh Nuh-uh. That is Seth Rogen after he cut off his hair. Or cut off his beard. No. That is Seth Rogen after he cut off his beard. And the first tweet I saw from him is, I make my apologies to DC Comics for not believing that no one would recognize that Clark Clinton and Superman are the same person. No way. He's lost some him. weight, then. He has lost weight. Maybe it's because he doesn't have glasses on? Seth Rogen shaved his beard and <laughs> refused to believe it's actually him. Oh, wow. <sighs> that just... I think it's 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 bolting because there's there's a picture below him the first time he did it. See this, that looks this, like yeah. It's also from a couple of years ago, and the fact his hair is completely different here. Mm. But he's lost because a lot of weight. He's lost weight, yeah. Wow. He's probably not smoking. Wow. You were to put that up on the Facebook page. It was uh, I, that tweet was just hilarious. Like I apologize to DC Comics for not <laughs> thinking. That. It's for funny that a bunch of people do that too. And it's like mm-hmm. when they change their look, like. Well, a when you bit. lose a lot of weight, you you yeah. look change. Bit, yeah. Well, that no, that definitely. I mean, like it's funny because I was like, oh, he looks familiar because he still has some of the same features, mm-hmm. but it's just the like, eyes are there, the brows are there. Yeah, yeah it's other like than that. That's wow. Seth Rogen. No, that's crazy. Wow. Okay. So on that note, anybody got anything else? I did my Seth mm-hmm. Rogen bit. So. Ethan, you going to watch He Man at Probably some not. point? Probably not. To be honest with you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's got to watch Beauty and the Beast with the four kids. No, God. that's why. That's why you're you going to go see Cruella by yourself, right? Ethan, no. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's not going by himself. Uh, Ethan wants theaters to survive, so he can have those experiences. No, no, that's no. terrible. It's true. I'm, I'm an advocate for paying thirty dollars for a movie just so I can sit at home alone. Then you're bringing the kids to the house. No, that's not a good idea. No, that's my goodness. That's terrible. Inconceivable. No, Rich is just pushing every button on the board. And we're pushing your buttons, too. Yes. You always so push my buttons. Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. Also on Twitter at Nerdables Show and on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm Ari saying we will talk to you next time. At this point, you might as well just call yourself Raw. Raw Rain. Raw Rain. Well, if I call myself Raw, won't that be a little bit 